I'm Siti, this is Amita Spritlow and I'm in Dar es Salaam with Kiso International and uh, it's uh, Uru today, Margaret. This is Margaret Graves. Uh, Margaret, where did you come from? Well, I'm from Canada, yes. obviously, from the East Coast, yes. uh, from Halifax. From Halifax. Yeah. Where, did you meet Marion before you came out? I didn't, no, I was, uh, I was rushing around and I was living in Montreal up until when I came. So. Oh, really? Do you speak French too, Margaret? Yep. Oh. Margaret, what's your training? Uh, my education is in agriculture. Okay. So I have a BSc and an MSc in animal science. Oh. And what made you, at this time in your life, apply to do this overseas work? Well, essentially, I I had I just come off a CETA internship last year. Oh. So I was in West Africa for six months and working with an NGO in Montreal that does research in Canada and development work in various countries overseas. And uh, which country were you in? I was based in Gambia and we also worked in Senegal. Wow, so you've had already some international experience. A bit, yeah. How, was, how long was that uh, CEDA internship? Uh, they're generally eight months, two months in Canada and six in the placement country. Right. I stayed with that NGO for a few months afterwards and did some work with them. Oh, really? And um, so now you are in Tanzania. Whereabouts are you placed? I'm placed in Kigera um, in a town called Kamachumu. Kamachumu. Never heard of it? How small? I, I don't know the population, unfortunately, but it's big enough that you can find the most things that you need um, and small enough that it's super cozy and everybody knows my name. <laughs> oh, really? Already? Yeah. They, as you run along, they, they, as you walk along your day, they go, Margaret! Yeah, Margaret! Usually, Margretti, Margretti! <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah. So, Margretti, um, <laughs> what exactly are you doing in Tudera? Well, I'm working, my title is a Livestock and Agribusiness Development Advisor. Yes. <laughs> um, essentially, I'm working with a very small NGO that was set up by World Vision. Okay. So, World Vision phased out about a year ago. And these guys have been left with no paid staff, it's all volunteers, and um, they mostly work with dairy cattle, but with other agricultural projects as well, including, you know, bananas, cassava, all these, all these sort of staple crops they have. So, Margaret, you don't have much experience with banana and cassava. No, no, and I often learning? get asked that. What, oh, I didn't see a banana tree until I was 16 years old, and they're like, oh, no! <laughs> um, so, yeah, learning what, fast. <laughs> what are some of the challenges that are um, being faced in this um, dairy business in, uh, in, this, in Kagera? Well, they've started with these dairy cattle probably within the last 10 to 15 years. And so they've actually brought in improved breeds, Frisians. So these aren't cattle that they have a lot of traditional expertise with. Um, and they've also changed the system that they use. So instead of grazing in the traditional way with a herdsman, now they're keeping the cattle in their backyards. So with individual cattle in a backyard, you must bring it enough food every day. Yeah. And that's the main problem. It's, just, it's a huge challenge, isn't it? Yeah. When you're trying to feed your family, to try and feed a cow that can just chomp down a banana tree in an hour. Exactly. So there's, there's quite a bit of problems with the nutrition of these cattle. Yeah. Um, and with the just general husbandry, um, keeping them clean, keeping them in a pen that's uh, secure, and disease control and things like that. Do they have 
have to take them to vets often? Well, that's one of the main problems. They don't really have any veterinary support in the area. There's a government extension officer, a livestock extension officer, and he does all the veterinary care. And then they also have, um, we work with community-based organizations that are under the umbrella of my NGO. Um, so each of those organizations has someone trained as a sort of health officer for the group. So that person usually has the ability to give basic vaccinations, antibiotics, like your basic, basic health care for the yes. animals. So when you look at this, do you sometimes think maybe they should be using the traditional cattle? Because these are very, very vulnerable cattle, aren't they? It's true. Um, yeah, that's, that's a huge struggle that I always go through in these situations because there's such a push to move away from the traditional methods. It's the same thing with their, um, with their cropping systems. They, we really want them using tractors. They really want them using conventional, what we would consider tr conventional systems, whereas their traditional ways are extremely rich. And they work really well with modification. Yes. So uh, how much change do you actually want? I, I don't know. And of course, the government extension officers are always, always, always pushing for the, the big mechanization, the industrialization, the chemical fertilizers, all those things. I don't know if that's... I don't know if you need to go all the way with that. Yes. Um, they do need to increase their production, though, because they're in danger of, of becoming food insecure. Yeah. Whereas now they actually do have enough food, not maybe good food, but enough. So here we are in Canada in the West, moving the other way, and to, uh, to try and, uh, yeah. and here they are going the other way. So it must be difficult sometimes watching that process and going, whoa, we've learned from that. Exactly, like why can't we skip that step? <laughs> yeah, skip that step. Yeah. What are some of the rewarding things for you? These people are extremely enthusiastic. I have never gone into an organization and been so welcomed, yes. and they're so excited that I'm there. And actually, it was pretty funny. At the beginning, they thought I was a veterinarian. Okay, all right. Which oh, was oops. rather unfortunate because I had to break the news to them that, sorry, I am not, I don't have any veterinary training. I didn't go to school for eight years. Um, but I think I still have skills that I can impart. Um, they're so enthusiastic. We had a, a, a meeting of stakeholders and uh, one man stood up, a community member that I've met, and just ranted about how they needed to be more aware and how they needed to push for change and how they really needed to work hard otherwise they were going to start failing and it was it was amazing. These people are really inspiring. Oh, so you're going to take some of that home with you, are you? How, I, guess, how, I hope. <laughs> how long have you been here? Only a few months, only since October. Oh, yeah. so you came like when I did. So yeah. yes, you're still in the honeymoon period where it's all interesting and exciting. A little bit, I think. I think right before I came back to Dar es Salaam for this uh, conference, I started to hit the end of the honeymoon period. Okay. Because it's it's tough to. I have a lot of learning to do, and a lot of um, sort of assimilating information, but without the language skills, it's very slow. So I do start to get a little bit antsy and want to start doing things, but I know it's not time to start pushing anything yet. It's time for me to be learning and to listen. So that's what I'm trying to do now, but sometimes it gets difficult when, when there's not that much that you feel like you're actually doing. But that we learn all that during squid, etc. We learn all that and then we try and get, get in yeah. the field and you just want to get at it. 
So, Margaret, on behalf of uh, uh, QSO International, thank you for your efforts and service. Thank you. And I wish you the uh, good remainder of the assignment. How long will it be? Two years. Two years. Yeah. When you come back, you're going to be an even more amazing person. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Any any messages to home? Um, no, let's leave those until I've been here a bit longer. Okay. Be a little bit more emotional, and <laughs> right now I'm still uh, still solid. <laughs> All right. Okay. Thanks, Margaret. Thank you.